Hey yo, we made the Thanksgiving. So hey, maybe we can make it to Christmas. Come your way in a second, George. Take it. Come on, take a solo. Rip it out, man. Let it out. Let it out from your heart, not from your fingers. Wait, wait. Hello and welcome. This is, uh, I believe, episode five of Six Beers Deep. Um, we started, what was it 2011? Started in 2011 with one episode and uh, took a took a little bit of a break uh, for the past nine years, and um, have uh, been recording all the other episodes ever since. I'm here with. My two co-hosts, uh, Jacob Questenberry Hello. and Chris Link. What's up? And uh, we're a little bit late this week. Uh, we all had our own little things going on. So we're recording on a Tuesday, whereas we normally try to record these on the weekend. Um, but sometimes life gets in the way of that for all of us. And... Um, so it's it was, a, uh, it was the holidays, man. Holidays yeah. messed us up. Some, <laughs> sometimes life is a highway. Yeah, but Late. you know, better Nate than Lever. Uh, That's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if you if you guys have ever seen that joke, but it's like the longest, uh, supposedly the longest joke ever written, and that's the punchline to it. Uh, Bet, better, better Nate than Lever. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta look that up. Yeah, sounds like a real doozy. Yeah, yeah. If you just look up uh, longest joke ever written, it's like uh, basically uh, maybe as long as like four or five chapters in a book. But Jeez. um, yeah, <laughs> good god. Yeah, well, that's kind of like the. Uh, I'm sure y'all heard the uh, famous joke, the aristocrats. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I won't. I won't go into it. I've not really ever found that joke amusing for the most part. Most part. <laughs> it's just really yeah, crass. Norm Macdonald has a couple of jokes like that too, like the moth joke. I well, love the I, moth I, joke. I find his stuff. I mean, I guess it's all about delivery too. Like his stuff is a. Uh, I really funny to have like yeah. he said the uh, setup be so long. It's almost like anti humor. If that's a. If that's a thing. <laughs> Yeah, he, he tries to, he, I think, uh, jokes like that, he tries to string people along as far as he can possibly take them. And then just when they're on the verge of getting annoyed, like, he, he delivers <laughs> the punchline. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which which is always lackluster. Yeah, I've seen him, <laughs> I, I, there's no point in referencing because I can't remember it, but I've seen him do it on late night with uh, Letterman. How did yeah. Letterman react to it? He had, like, this sarcastic smirk or whatever you know like eh. yeah but yeah, letterman's yeah. jokes aren't that great i never found them that great but whatever who am i i don't like his obsession <laughs> with cars like old cars that's jay leno yeah that's jay leno. Oh, oh wait who did you say letterman oh letterman okay i don't know really nothing about letterman <laughs> i He's like letterman. yeah i like letterman a lot I don't I, like it. His top ten were always like the most cheese dick, whatever. Yeah, but whatever. I think I think he's mean, kind of. He's like kind of like he seems like shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? 
we're we're taking down the taking down the big man. Oh, is that what that I'm is? Coming for you, Letterman. We've <laughs> been off the air for ten years. Has he? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, better late than never. Yeah, <laughs> better Nate than lever. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. Uh, man, you know a lot of people like uh, the Corbin now. The uh, what's his uh, James Corden? James Corden, yeah. He's also fine. Like he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. I heard that um, Conan was uh, Conan's retiring from uh, the late night. Hey, uh, he already, he already changed the format of his show to like a half an hour whatever where he just dicks off basically yeah yeah i think he's uh, i guess he's uh what uh divesting or whatever his interest is uh, yeah i don't know if you heard because he he also recently uh, like in the middle of last year he started a podcast yeah yeah it's like conan blah 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 or something like that i don't know uh Something about Conan, Conan O'Brien makes a new friend. I think. Yeah, it's yeah. It's also fine. Yeah. It seemed weird because he was kind of like the guests seemed a little uncomfortable when they were like sitting. It's like as if, like the the desk in between the guests, like was like the normal way he did it. But then he started like when he did do the new format. It's like two chairs that are like pretty close next to each other, and like it just seems a little bit odd, don't it? Yeah. Well, all those, think... all those shows are somewhat odd to me. Like, when do you ever have, like, a conversation sitting, like, adjacent to a desk? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, when, in an interview. Yeah. I guess, I guess <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that, that had been the standard format for so many years. Like, going back, I mean, I know Carson was one of the first to do it that way. I know, like, uh, Dick, what's his name? Can't remember his last name. Dick Buttkiss? No. Uh, <laughs> Dick, Dick Wolf or something like that. Yeah, it's uh, Dick uh, Wolf, the guy who makes the CSI? Or Law maybe, and Order? Maybe that's, not, dude. Yeah, that's Dick Wolf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh, Dick Cavett. Dick, Dick Cavett. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Dick he, Cavett's interviews are really good. Like, he was actually, like, I think I've seen, like, some old interviews where he, like, interviews uh, Janice Joplin and and just the way he approaches it is like he he puts a little bit of his personality into it, and he's like kind of a reserved, like square guy talking to like guests that are, you know, like yeah, that weren't like that, and like he tries to uh, get on their level, but while also like maintaining his like kind of just you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think like back in the sixties, though, like he didn't have a desk on his shows, like it was like basically like two people oh. just like talking to each other oh yeah you're right way back before they had this yeah <laughs> yeah um you know kind of on the same subject but i think like uh, one of the best interviews like best interview like shows that i've seen is uh that fucking like hot ones so like where they eat the wings yeah well, yeah yeah, like uh, that dude. Like I, I, I don't know his name off the top of my head, but that guy, like, he comes up with some very good questions to ask. <laughs> like, uh, not it's, only, it's, I, like, I think it's, it's Sean Evans, I believe. Okay, I think, yeah. 
Well, like, there's something about that that style in which, like, humanizes, like, the guests on there because, like, they're, like, taken off guard by the spiciness of whatever they're eating. And it's like... Maybe. Uh, yeah. Did you see uh, Gordon Ramsay on there? Philip yeah. was just talking about Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Was... What, what were you going to say about it? Because I was going to give it... Uh, well, I actually wasn't going to talk about the, uh, or I, we weren't talking about the Hot Ones thing. Like, I've just been watching a lot of Gordon Ramsay lately, and I've never yeah. watched his shit before. And, uh, yeah, like, I've been watching Ki- Kitchen Nightmares on YouTube. Like, I don't know how I got, like, on that kick. Like, how, like, uh, I know I started on Thanksgiving because I, I did a lot of cleaning around here on Thanksgiving, and I was watching it in the background. Like it's a very good show to watch when you're cleaning. <laughs> well, you, they're 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 oddly addicting, man. Because I fell into it too, and I think I've seen pretty much all of them. Yeah. And what's odd is I don't even really like Gordon Ramsay that much, but that show is very captivating. Yeah. Why don't Why don't you like Gordon Ramsay? Well, watch his Hot Ones episode. Okay. I saw it. Yeah, it was it was a little uh, the way he, he doesn't. It act- was too much. He was putting on a show, and it was like real. Just real weird. Yeah, he's acting real cagey. I thought. Yeah, I I, but I think I've seen his hot that, ones before. I guess that's what people, people want from him. Like, I don't know if that's his true identity or he fell in that trap. So when people see him, I guess they expect him to be like a a character, a dick to him. Yeah. But but he's man. he's probably only like that in the kitchen because he's passionate about you know, how his food's made, so it pisses him off, like, when, like, th- these people are, like, not cooking chicken right, and he'll fucking tell them when they're not. Yeah. And, like... He'll curse a lot, too. Yeah, I he'll like swear. There, there's, a, there's a good video that's recent where... I don't know why he went through with it, but he was doing this uh, this video on how to make a, a grilled cheese sandwich, mm. and they do a play-by-play of it. Like, they break it down and they commentate on it because he fucked it up and like it's really <laughs> funny it's really funny to watch the playback and they're like they show his little freeze on his face and they're like this is where he realizes that he's fucked up but he keeps going trying to play it off and not like show it because he couldn't even get the cheese to melt anyway whoa fun. gordon ramsay couldn't get cheese to melt on a grilled cheese yeah yeah why? What was causing it to? What did he? Fu- how do you fuck that up without turning the heat on? Dude, you have to, you have to watch it. What he did is he tried to cook it over an open fire in a fireplace. What? Or something about like he got the butter to burning point. So at that point, it was smoking and it burnt the bread, didn't melt the cheese. Blah blah blah. Did he still try to pass it off like it was like some good shit? Yeah, that's why it's oh. partially. That's why it's partially painful. Oh God. <laughs> I can imagine. They're that. like, so, sometimes you just got to admit that you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, shots fired. That's what we're, <laughs> <here> for. <laughs> we're, we're coming after all of these big, uh, big, big celebrities. Speaking of taking down celebrities, I got one more. Have you, uh, I watched a movie last night that was so bizarre. It may very well be like a adaptation of something that I'm not aware of, like a comic book. Have you seen the previews for a movie called Fat Man? No. Fat Man. No. So I watched it last night because I couldn't resist. It is an action adventure movie, like a, a thriller, where Mel Gibson plays Santa Claus. And he brings a 
twelve year old like this rich little kid Cole, and who then hires an assassin who's played by Walton Goggins, yeah, to track him, track him down at the North Pole and kill him and bring back his coat. Oh yeah, it's uh, wow. That sounds good. It's a wild movie, dude. And like the military, like contract out the elves to help build weaponry. <laughs> is it done like humorously? Is it or is it done as serious as possible? Yeah. Or is that no? It, it's it's somewhere in between, like a not Sin City, but it's aware of itself. Okay, it's silly. Yeah, it looks like Danny McBride wasn't an executive producer on it. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, it, it's it's all right, dude. It's wild. <laughs> you are see Mel Gibson's monologue and like walking down the hill to face him off, like Santa Claus with a bunch of revolvers. <laughs> he said, "You think you're the first one to come for my head?" <laughs> Silly shit. That sounds just really good. Like I can't believe that exists. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's I what, see worse. Yeah, it's wild, dude. Yeah. You know what movie I still have never seen is Die Hard. And I know that's Die. crazy, I know. Dude. I've never seen it. Well, it's the perfect time to watch it, right? It's a Christmas movie. They say that. Yeah. yeah. Die Hard, you know, over the years, you grow not tired of it, but I've seen it so many times. But it's probably one of my favorite movies of all time, man. Yeah, that's pretty I, good. I, I do know a little bit about it. I know that there's Hans Gruber. Because I seen it as a twelve year old, and that was like my introduction to uh, action movies. And from there, I just became a movie buff. Oh yeah, yeah. I wonder if there's I wonder if there's any girls out there who have like Bruce Willis like posters like hanging up in their room. I thought you were gonna like... say like tattoos. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure both Bruce of those Willis things have this. <laughs> That would be weird. That would be even weirder than the posters. Like, <laughs> this girl lifts up her shirt and she's got Bruce Willis. Like, I don't know, like, what but kind he... of pose it could be um, tattooed on her back. Yeah. <laughs> no, like a, tra- a tramp stamp. <laughs> Is this like yeah. laying down in a reclined position? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like on his on his elbow. Not even like a, not even like a picture of like him like in one of his movies, just him relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm sure you can make some fucking Christmas fun. I mean, about being a tramp stamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he, he's another one who's become like Steven Seagal. I don't know if you ever look. He has a new movie that straight to DVD every year mm. uh, or every other week. It's something stupid yeah. like killing time. <laughs> Still. He had Steven Seagal Lawman, which is really good. Yeah. Not, no. <laughs> you don't like... <laughs> is he not a like a competent cop? I don't know. It's real silly, man, to watch that shit. Uh I actually, uh, Jake, I know this is one of your favorite movies. I watched Windy City Heat for the first time about two months ago. What did you think of it? I love it. It's very funny. Yeah, it's it's so amazing. It's like one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. (laughs) How is uh, Perry doing? Oh, he's kind of weird. Like, he's uh, aging pretty shittily. He's, like, uh, gained a lot of excess. Like, it doesn't look like he's just, like, taking care of himself, but, like, he also like he tried to uh you remember the balloon boy story 
Oh, yeah. Where that uh, it ended up being fake, though, right? Yeah. It was a hoax. But Perry went on an interview on behalf of the guy, the father who had the son apparently take off in that hot air balloon. He went on and tried to, like, be, like, I guess, like, I don't know if he was just snatching, like, a media moment and trying to, like, get his get out there again but he said that he like back in the day used to go storm chasing with that hot air balloon boy's like dad and like he just was trying to vouch for his character i think and it was just that sounds right i have mixed feelings about that movie because some it's really funny and it's sometimes it's painful but you take away that like he's obviously something's mentally wrong with something but he's all yeah he's also not a great dude I don't yeah, know if that's the... he's. I don't think it's necessarily even something's mentally wrong with him. I think he's literally just that stupid. Like, because <laughs> I don't think anything's. I don't think they would like if there was something mentally wrong with him. They wouldn't like devote a whole thing to him. He's just a really it's, dumb, uh... bad person. <laughs> well, you say that. First of all, do I? It's been years and years since I've seen that movie. Am I mistaken? But isn't there one part where he steals money and they catch like, yeah. they catch stealing money basically? It's a deleted scene. He's like taking money out of uh Don Barris's wallet. Like when and Don like they set up like a hidden camera and Don Barris tells Perry like while the camera's going, he's like, I can't find my wallet like anywhere and like he goes off searching somewhere else, leaving the wallet in like visible sight and Perry like finds it takes money out of it and then Don comes back and is like, hey, there's some money missing out of here. Like and like Perry's like acting like he doesn't know what <laughs> Well that's what you know Don Barris, he's got a uh I I don't know if it's still going on, but at one time he's got a whole show in Los Angeles where he finds like ne'er duels and like characters and they put on a whole uh like hour long variety show of basically Mentally unstable people. <laughs> Trying to be comedians? Or yeah. yeah. Or just char- characters like Perry or whatever. Stone Fury. Yeah. How he could have thought some of the, like, how he could have thought some of that was real is just like, it, it's, it's just insane. Well, that's what I mean. I don't know if he's a sociopath, too. Like, I mean, I guess you would think that's all happening, too. What is a sociopath? Like, what's the actual, like, definition of that? You put me on blast. I don't know the actual definition. Well, I can look it up real quick. Uh, I know. A person person with a personality disorder manifesting itself in extreme antisocial attitudes and behavior Mm. and a lack of conscience. But it it also has got like its symptoms or like feelings of grandeur and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. A sociopath is someone who has antisocial personality disorder, ASPD. I feel like a lot of people claim that though nowadays. Yeah, they're always saying it on Facebook. Yeah, what's that? They're like <laughs> calling uh, people sociopaths. Like... <laughs> no, <laughs> I think uh, you know. I think social media probably does bring that on somewhat to people. I mean, what's? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's all it's all 
a cry for attention. I'm guilty of it of myself. I mean, we're kind of doing it right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, in a sense. That's weird. <laughs> I, 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 I'm empathetic, though. That's yeah. what counts. I don't know if this is uh, like a like a sociopath so much like doing this because I mean it's not like we're <laughs> I, I I've gotten a, I, no. I've gotten a lot of uh, uh, like uh, invitations uh, from Facebook to like uh, uh, like advertise their show and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's like hey, if you pay like you know thirty bucks, like we can we can show this to like 10,000 people or something like that. It's just like, eh. Yeah. We did it a time or two back in the band yeah. days. I don't know that it really, unless it's something insanely mainstream, I don't know yeah. if it's really worth it. 10,000 people will see it. Will they listen to it? You know, no. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I didn't say we were sociopaths. <laughs> I just said that like, uh, well, that's all I took from it. <laughs> uh, not a, it's not not a symptom, but you know what I mean. Everybody wants a little bit of attention. I was just saying that social media yeah. is a big problem. <laughs> the mainly people, uh, mainly people who are like "woe is me" type shit. I can't yeah. That. I, that's not even necessarily what I meant when on the Facebook thing. I meant like they like they if you've ever seen those memes of people who are like, I don't want to go outside today. It's too peopley out there. <laughs> I'm not putting anyone on blast for ever for posting that, but it's like that's just I'm just saying like that's like the general mood like it, it, I don't it's like anti like but yeah, people say that, but people really like probably yearn for like connection and shit from pe- other people. Well, that's what I mean. It's almost like people wear that as a badge. I don't even know. Like you said, I don't even know if they. Yeah, they probably don't. Uh, Like I think it's especially like anxiety and depression, which dude, that's terrible. You know, anybody who struggles with that. But But, if you look at social media, I guess everybody. But the thing about people who say they have anxiety and depression, they're usually like the coolest people to hang out with in general. That's like the thing I've like found from people who like. They really are like, and I think that's what like it could have to do with like how empathetic they are to other people, and that's why they're depressed is because they can, like, they're not like they're easily well, affected right. by like the world around them, which is good. All right, I I think you misunderstood me though. I didn't necessarily mean people actually suffering from that. I meant if you look at all of the posts that you see, I guess everybody would be suffering from that. Oh, yeah. That's the type of stuff I see. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I don't know, dude. Yeah. You, yeah. I'm taking a stand. Uh, shots fired. I don't. People with depression. Uh, I've done it. I've done that too. Like I'm. Like I've like gone after like people for no reason. Like at least on Facebook, like posts. Like some of them are like deliberately like hateful i'm not sure why. I, I seen like, something i seen something the the other day that you posted and i'll only briefly touch on it because i seen you like shortly afterward took it down and i was curious to uh whether or not you got a bunch of uh lash oh, or, i never you know, get lashed for anything i post nobody says nobody's ever said anything i just heard you 
you read it. And you were yeah, like, like oh. I usually like, go back and like read what I wrote, and I was like, oh, that's kind of like sounds almost like I'm not sure like how to even describe it. Like, well, well, you, I, I read your post, and I think you made the right decision because I can get behind most everything you write, but that one, I was like, yeah, she's like. <laughs> A personal vendetta about it. It did seem that way. It wasn't. It came off that way. But like the gist of it was basically fuck <laughs> Yeah, it really was. Like it was like well, because I don't know, like when I think about like the psychology of like why I put that, it's probably because like I like I've always like it would be cool to be have that like family dynamic, but like there's also a part of me that like feels like really resentful towards like um like the family like the typical family dynamic which i don't even know i think it's all just like in my head well it's funny that you would go after that though i said you made the right decision because you're basically yeah like, i know you got i know you. like Fuck yeah that's you. the way it really did seem but like in a way like it's like a it's meant to be taken both seriously and not seriously at the same time well see i know you so i wouldn't take i wouldn't put you know, too much emphasis on it but i was curious to how I've seen you get attacked a couple of times because really? you what you post is outlandish. <laughs> what I um, it's probably Yeah, I don't I don't recall now. There was something you took down one time because you got a lot of backlash. Are you serious? Like I don't recall that ever happening. Yeah. <clears throat> um Yeah. Anyway. You, you seem to use Facebook like I used to use MySpace back in the day because I would post all my creative writing like on MySpace, like as blogs. And yeah, uh, is that not how like you're supposed to use it? Or it seems to baffle people when it is used for that purpose. Yeah, instead of being like, "Hey, this is what I'm eating right now." And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was talking about. Uh, being a bit sociopath because like who really cares what the fuck you're eating but also i was telling philip i don't know if you were on that episode i don't typically do stuff like that and i had some time on my hands i wrote this long drawn out thing about cane i know i saw that and i I thought that was hilarious i thought like i was like damn like he really hates this cane brown guy (laughs) i I didn't even know well anyway but like it was an exercise like y'all were talking about, but I was three separate occasions because of that. I had people call me or check in on me wanting to know if I was <laughs> really? okay. See, there's so, that, that part of Facebook really bothers me. Like, I don't think, like, it's like a, everyone takes what you say on there as, like, it is, like, it's, like, just a free-form writing picture video, like, site, yeah. right? And, like, it can be, it's not, like, to, you know... I but, use I mean, Snapchat I that way. Like I, I, like I very rarely like post stories on Snapchat, but when I do, like I put a lot of like effort into them, and um, just because like, uh, like their their video editing like uh, mechanism, I guess you could call it. Like it's a, uh, it's very rudimentary, but yet it's it's also kind of cool in a way. Like there's so many like there are different ways that you can use it to like make your stories and shit like really goofy. And like, I, uh, I really enjoy that about it. And like, I, but at the same time, like it basically prevents me from ever wanting to like post something normal. Like, Hey, you know, like I'm going to the store right now. 
or something yeah. like that because like there's so much you can do with it that like i uh i always like whenever i want to post something on there like i try to figure out different ways to use it and um like it's just it's just funny for me what what do you, what do you think that is though because i'm new to snapchat and i know that i'm an old man but <laughs> Well, Chelsea wanted me to get it, and I don't understand it at all. I really don't, and I struggle with it. And like you were saying, I I do post pictures, and I make stories every once in a while, but I try to make them as absurd and silly as possible. And that's almost – well, and that's almost like a a defense – mechanism because i feel self-conscious i would never post anything yeah. like going to the store or like at walmart yeah. with so-and-so but is that to say that you don't appreciate when people go to the store <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know if anybody i've never seen anybody just post that well, it, the store like well i mean it's a weird thing and i do it with music when i'm on social media but it's just real peculiar to me that i don't have those interests even like if somebody's like got a new ps5 and i'm like whoa that's yeah. cool well they uh, it's like hmm. is that just difference in it's difference in like uh the way in which like they're expressing what they like through that through facebook or like snapchat or whatever because like that's just what they they happen to be into, and like maybe by posting whatever it is, they're hoping to. I guess that's the whole point of it, right? You want, you like want to post hey. something that like that you think would respond to your like uh, not target audience, but your friend group, yeah. and who who in a sense is that's your true. target o- audience because like it's not like you go ever go out of your way to really like interact or put stuff out there that your friends wouldn't like. It's usually yeah. Well, that's that's true too. I mean, that's one thing. Like, pick, like memories, I can get behind. Like kids or friends, but like, I guess it's impossible to put your shoes in somebody or put your feet in somebody else's shoes. Because I mean, I would never put like feeling blessed <laughs> or anything like that. I yeah, I don't know. Why not? You don't feel blessed. That's like, is that because you like the acknowledgement or the attention? Once again, like people liking it or. Well, that's the thing. You want people thing. to like whatever it is you do. Like, it's like, you did. No, absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I think I, I, I mean, I, I believe personally, I grew up in like a, a different like time of the internet where like, you know, it felt like in order to get like any sort of popularity, like you had to put a lot of effort into what you're doing. And, um, mm-hmm. I, I think you guys probably kind of grew up in the same sort of time period, but like, I, I, um, for me, it's still like a foreign concept to, you know, the idea of just like documenting your daily life and like having having people like it just simply because you're documenting your daily life. Like, it, I feel like I have to put effort into like anything that I do. No, I certainly would have to. I'm the same way. Uh, do you think that's just a part of? That's just become second nature nowadays. Yeah, that's just yeah especially you for, do. you know, uh, people maybe, you know, uh, five to ten years younger than us. You know, like people that sort of like missed out on um, what life was like, like 
at the very early age of the internet, like the, the frontier days, like uh, back when all this stuff well, was beginning to like. Because it, it, I've heard it oh, argued. No. I didn't mean to cut you off, Philip. Sorry, dude. I've heard it argued that, you know, it's even ruining like natural experiences. Like when you go to see music or anything like that, people will film the whole concert with their phones and not even be in the moment and like take it all in. They'll be concentrating on capturing it on a device. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, um, I'm not sure. Like these days, I, uh, I'm not sure, especially where it's heading. Like, um, I, I, I'm not, it's, 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 it feels weird for me to say, but like, um, it almost feels like people at a certain point will like a, a big aspect of why they do anything will boil down to how they can share it with other people like and how how they can like put it online and how how it will look to other people well i guess those likes are it's somewhat human nature too like you said want it to be acknowledged or but, even it's basically because technology is new like you always had a desire to be popular but, in high school now it, technology is here you're just doing the thing thing on different the thing about likes though is like like people put a lot of stock into if something likes if somebody likes their things on Facebook but like I've noticed like I like a lot of like everything I see when I go down Facebook and see stuff from like my friends or just people I know just because I don't hit the like button doesn't mean I don't like it you know yeah. what I mean like it's like you're you're like you know a lot of people go out of their way for some people you know what I mean oh, like, dude. I I don't like anything yeah. at all unless it's truly moving to me. And I'll be like, well, that's heartfelt or whatever. Like, if I, I deem it genuine, like, I'll actually click like or look. Or it seems that most of the time it's in yeah. some form of mockery. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, are you serious? Uh, you'll give a like out of spite? <laughs> oh, no, I meant like... Uh, oh, sar- really? Sarcasm. That's, that's uh, interesting. There should be like a sarcasm but, button on... A sarcastic like or dislike button on. Because, you know, uh, what's funny is, I don't know if you've seen, I I put up an accent wall in the living room. It was like rustic wood. I don't know if you've seen that on my Facebook. It's not on my. Chelsea took a picture of it because it does look really nice. And uh, she she put a picture of that wall up. It's just like this rustic looking wall that I got in the living room. And she put it up on Facebook. And she also had Christmas pictures of the kids made, which uh, turned out really good. And she put those up on Facebook. And it's just peculiar uh, because I, in the same amount of time, the the pictures of our kids got like 80 likes or whatever. I'm making up arbitrary numbers because this was on her Facebook page. And that wall got 170. Whoa. And I'm like, people, people <laughs> really fucking like that wall. Well, and... Uh, <laughs> they like it more than our children. That's kind of sad. Hmm. Yeah. That's that's really interesting. Or maybe, or maybe you know, children are not related. They're not to everyone. Like, but that, but that wall is universally <laughs> like, acknowledged. That's a, that's a damn good wall. 
yeah i mean you know in a way i guess that kind of like you can kind of keep your thumb on the pulse of like what people care about like (laughs) well that's that's what i mean kill you that's probably like more likes than i've got out of almost anything probably yeah like people is (laughs) people really into walls it's because that wall never got built <laughs> there definitely is like a, a like a spectrum of like the the type of likes. Like you have the the very far like happy likes, which are like, oh yeah, that's that's awesome. You like just being like like you know happy like and proud for whatever thing was posted. And then there's the tragic end of it, which is like the, the likes care that are, like, usually the, the sets the, the, the care reacts and like the. Like, oh man! <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. I use ironic. That's I, that is a big. I want to like that is actually a huge part of like Facebook. That's like often so mistranslated. Is it doesn't really account for irony, or like you can't really tell like like some of the things you could say on there like have no tone to them because like of how they're they would be said in real life, and when there's no tone behind it, people can like basically take anything you say and be like what the fuck does that mean like you know yeah that's just yeah it's so that's a really like that's probably like the worst part about it i think that's probably a huge huge problem in relationships in general it's like fucking um just because you're talking about social media and memes i was sort of tell you have you seen all of the like the newest meme it's like i'm gonna Uh, tell my kids tell my kids that this was (laughs) blah 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 Oh yes, I know what you're talking yeah. about. I, I, it, it's that's so peculiar that it also when I see stuff like that, it makes me feel like I'm the odd one because those memes don't even make any sense. It's just like a, <laughs> it's a picture yeah, of someone you're, else. You're like the, the the basic theme of that is like they're gonna just lie to their kids and tell them that <laughs> that person wasn't who they really were. <laughs> I guess, like, it's supposed to be funny just because the picture is absurd, but maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe that's what I do best, because I've seen one. There's, like, I'm going to tell my kids, like, I'm going to tell my kids this is Jason Aldean, <laughs> yeah. which is a country. <laughs> I don't remember who the picture of, but I was like, <laughs> like, why were your right. kids and, like, what a real no, like, funny who, who joke. Was, who was in the place of Jason Aldean? I, I wish I could remember. Mm. I don't remember. Was it like Dwight Yoakam? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. Stupid stuff like that, dude. Shit. I, I don't know. I'm getting old, man. So I'm yeah. trying to say, like, yeah. real clever. Uh, maybe as you get older, you'll come to embrace, like, the, the normal use of Facebook and all that stuff more. As, as you start to lose your standards. You are just also super curmudgeon-y, Chris. By nature. I, see, I get that a lot. I don't you know, know that that's You do true. know that. I like, get that's that part a lot. Of, like, that's your je ne sais quoi. People tell me that I told you my work told me that I look sullen, and I get people that tell me that I You're look supposed to just have an ongoing smile on your face at all times. Yeah. Like, this is how I look. Tired and sullen. Is that how you feel, too? How often yeah. do you guys Sometimes. take selfies? Yes, mostly. 
I haven't taken one in a while. I just started because I got Snapchat. And like I said, I try to do it goofy and uh, I don't know. I and I always I have to I told you that's a self defense mechanism. In order for me to feel comfortable taking a selfie, I have to be right. like making fun of myself. It's like ironically taking what? a selfie because Why? I feel embarrassed. It's like I would be like Yeah. You still there? Am I here? Okay. Jacob. Sorry, you lost yeah. Jacob. Call. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I would just feel, first of all, I would feel vain. Like, what the point of a selfie, uh, I guess, just, is to, It's taking a picture of yourself. Is it, like, showcasing? You got a new You're looking good. Like, you feel like, like, you know. That's really, like, it could be whatever you want it to be, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in the, in the same way that, like, I don't give a fuck that you are. But you don't yeah, have, like the point of a selfie is to take a picture haircut. of your new haircut with 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 a hashtag that says. Well, new that's haircut. what I was telling you. If if I felt completely, complete, yeah. well, no, if I felt completely compelled to do that, I, I would do that and then put some, some stupid caption underneath it or trying to be for humor. Like I don't know. I just feel I feel uh, goofy. Maybe I got self, I got self conscious. I mean, if you got like a a really cool haircut, like you got number twenty three shaved into the back (laughs) of your head or something like that. Why the number (laughs) twenty (laughs) three? That's Jordan. Is that Michael Jordan? Sorry. Yeah, that was Michael Mm. Jordan's number. Yeah. So if 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 you got me on Snapchat, I uh I put on my flannel and I got a big beard. The last thing I posted is I went in yeah. front of that wall because people love that wall yeah. and I took a selfie. So what is the wall exactly? <laughs> you said it's an accent wall. Yeah, okay. it's like rustic wall. That sounds pretty That's nice. All it is, dude. Different colors of boards. Was that, was that Home Depot? It was, but, yeah. That place is amazing. It was at Home Depot. Yeah. You know what? That really is the perfect idea for a podcast, there, Philip. You could call it "Build That Wall," and you just talk about different, <laughs> different ways to build a wall and different materials. Walls. You know, what'd be built. interesting is like a candy wall. Like have a wall that's like accented with like candy wrappers. And different candy jutting out of the wall, like you'd have like Snickers and Skills. This is the wall made out of candy. <laughs> yeah, I guess that. But would there be again, you could just do that on your interesting. own. Interesting. Your wall. So, uh, helping my friend back get a dog back. What, what was you doing in Knoxville? I get not get it back. It was it just Wait, so happened uh-oh. to be get in Knoxville, and it needed to be returned to its um, rightful owner. 
it's not necessarily complicated. It's not as complicated as it that sounds nearly, actually. But like, it's just like a you know, a trip to retrieve a a dog that was in. No, not taken against this will. In the midst of transitioning Take from it against owner its to owner, pretty much. I explained it really weird, but yeah. In a sense, yeah. So they just followed the all you went to get a pit bull. Ooh. All right. But I mean, <laughs> well, see, like, keeping away like from this, your kids, like, am I right? Pitbulls are like super, like, sweet dogs. Like, I've never met a pit bull that wasn't, like, just like the nicest dog in the world. You know what? In the same sense, I haven't either, but I'm also, like, yeah, I'm always very are. uneasy around them. They've never been nothing but nice. I mean, like, They've never been mauled by people. No, no. And if, I've never, I don't know. Maybe it's some kind of yeah. I think that's, that's social often con- the, construct the placed in my it head. Is. It's like you just imagine these certain dog breeds to be like particularly hateful when they're not. Yeah. Is that <laughs> DMX got a pit bull in there? Bark with me if you're my dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I think he like, DMX did. They found he killed a bunch of pit bulls or something. I don't know. Wasn't that Michael? Yeah, Vick. DMX. I'm pretty Michael sure he Vick, fought yeah. dogs. Oh, but he also fought dogs. Really? I think DMX is pretty open about hmm. fighting dogs. That's kind of his shtick. People are all about just yeah, fighting like pit bulls on chains people and fighting like, and stuff. Know, Muhammad Ali versus like Joe Frazier or like um No. Oh, did you watch or the, the uh, Nate Roy Robinson, Jones Jr. fight? Uh, Jake Paul no. fight. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I, yeah. did, did you see I did that. Did you see that? Fight. He, he... He had a boxing yeah. match with a short ex NBA player. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, Jake Paul did actually. One. I think. I. So, so I uh, I watched those fights perfectly <laughs> legal, in every sense, and I seen the Jake Paul fight. Really, Nate Robinson like demolished five, nine, that dude. Uh, like it was sad. I didn't even like, know Jake beat, Paul was known for fighting. He beat the fuck out of him. He fought yeah. that what like uh, that other YouTube guy? Huh. I can't remember his name now. It's like KRS One yep. or something. Why like were they fighting? Uh, they just for the sport of it? Well, Jake Paul is Logan Paul's. I don't know anything about him, but they're they're brothers, the Paul brothers, and they both box. And Logan Paul <laughs> okay. fought KRS One or whatever. And lost. And Jake Paul fought some other YouTuber oh, won, but he beat the fuck yeah. out of Robinson. Well, he's he's like, he's like six three or something times. like that, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. And what, what was odd was is they had Snoop Dogg as like a, a guest they, commentator, which was bizarre. That didn't happen. Like he's there was no yeah, con- yeah. like there's no contest. When it comes I, to that that didn't happen. <laughs> And um, 
like the Tyson fight, it's really weird to have uh, Snoop Dogg. Like everybody's serious because these two legends are fighting each other, and Snoop Dogg is like, "Damn, <laughs> ow, this is uh, like my two crazy ass uncles fighting at the barbecue." <laughs> I saw, yeah, I saw a video like where uh, Snoop Dogg was commenting on it. I didn't watch it though. I should probably go back and actually. So Tyson watch that. fought like he's like back in the. Yeah, it was his first time in the ring after 15 years. And he fought but that was Jones a draw, Jr., right? Another boxing legend. And yeah, they ultimately what is fought the exhibition it all. It was supposed to be what an exhibition. It's, match I know it's, like, it's like when Rocky fought the Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it's essentially like a match with no uh, weight to it. Like a, Yeah. It's sparring, like a scrimmage, or however you want to put it. A scrimmage. I remember going to football scrimmages. I didn't even know what they were. But. Yeah. (laughs) That's back when you (laughs) sat at the football table. It was fun. Like, there was street art there. So, that was uh, Knoxville, dude. Before, uh, me and Philip were talking a little bit before we started, um, doing this one that uh, uh about the laws on street art because like it's weird like it's like it is considered graffiti but if it's like it is like because it's done on public buildings and i'm just wondering like is it like the businesses like say like yeah go ahead like they don't mind the street art like behind whatever like you know what i mean like is it like do they is it just if it's done very very well nobody really minds yeah you know what i'm pretty sure that's probably it as long as it's tasteful because there's a whole like they are yeah they consider some of those people to be like legit artists which they are legit artists. don't mistake me but you know what i'm saying like versus somebody (laughs) there was some of that too but it rolled up and drew a stick figure a bunch of dick and balls maybe could also be possibly ways ways of painting over that stuff there that's it i bet you there's probably some kind of literature that uh, yeah tells the difference between street <laughs> art and what's considered but, graffiti but know? let's say those dick and balls dick are and like balls, drawn gr- like super graffiti I don't know. very artistically and they have like stars shooting out of them and like they're, they're like <laughs> the detail like the amount of detail like you can see every oh god like they probably went <laughs> uh, probably a no go uh yeah, but the often I imagine it's probably gonna be somewhat some family street artists like in places that like not many tourists would really venture down. Like it's usually in like back alleys of like businesses that are like there. It's never like on Main Street tipping typically, unless it's like been like commissioned by like the city council, I'd say, or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I after. After Kobe died, R.I.P. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw like a lot of like R.I.P. pictures of murals in Los Angeles. Like street artists had come up with like uh, Kobe murals and stuff like that. 
and of course, like after the whole George Floyd thing, like, uh, um, throughout the country, there were a lot of murals like to, uh, George Floyd popping up and like, yeah, I mean, nobody's going to want to get rid of those. <laughs> like they're going to be like, Hey, let's erase this like immediately. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it really, yeah, it's, I think it really has to do. It depends on the subject matter and also like the talent that goes yeah. into yeah. Like, creating it. Whatever, whatever that the values of that town happen to be. Yeah. No, no. That's more of a city. You do it. You do in some like um, in in some like small boroughs. I think probably. No. Yeah. You don't see any artistic. Yeah, a, a lot of times here. we get it's like random street either. signs, though. Like, do you I guys just, remember yeah. those uh, those red signs that like pop yeah. up around town, like with the red yeah. lettering on them? And like, I, I know there was like one on Christiansburg Pike, and there was one on like two twenty one, yeah. and um, this. The... I don't. I don't remember. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I I had an ex girlfriend. <laughs> That's probably the. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a, that was a really. I didn't mean to. That was just a really painful moment. Like you ever just be about your day and remember something real painful, and you like want to vomit in your mouth. That was like we hadn't been dating long, and like she pulled over on the side of two twenty one, and I was like, "What are you doing?" And like she was trying to make some, like artificially create a memory that like I didn't. She's like. I didn't oh. know what she was talking about. And I was, she's like, "Are are we doing this? Are we really doing this?" And I'm like, "I don't, I don't know what you're talking about." She's like, "We're still <laughs> we in this sign. Are we doing this?" <laughs> and then we did this. But in the mean, you know, she was different because in the meantime, we went. She went over there, still that sign, and there was a dead deer. <laughs> and she got back in, wow. and she was like crying. She's like, "I yeah. wish I hadn't seen that." That's why I think but I mean, with that memory, good memory, you, you, good you memory. encapsulated both life and death forever. Like you know, like the the new, like the new venturing into a new relationship, solidifying it by stealing this sign that is a symbolic representation of like, and then and then also the dead deer, which signifies the death of that oh, God. Uh, romance, the ultimate demise of that 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 good memory. Yeah. What was the what was the coolest thing you saw when you were in uh, um, Probably, I don't know. I didn't get to go to a lot of the places that I I saw that like there was this big giant like metal orb that actually overlooks the city that like I kind of wanted to get in. And um, is that the one uh, from The Simpsons? Um, it, what do you mean? You said that there was like a big metal orb. It, in yeah, it looked like it was like a big metal orb you could get in. I think uh, when Bart uh, on The Simpsons, like when Bart like uh, uh, faked his driver's mm-hmm. license and like he went on that road trip with, um, I think it was like uh, Nelson, Millhouse, and uh, Martin. Uh, they went down to Knoxville, and I think there was like a. Uh, 
I think that there was like a big metal orb really? on that show. Like, huh. uh, yeah, well, they probably got it right. Like, whoever wrote that episode clearly knows Knoxville. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I see that uh, Bender and Bart um, street art. Didn't, wait, I, didn't you wait, see that? Wait, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Not really. When, no. when I, I went down to Knoxville, uh, there's a lot of busking. You see busking going on? There's there, there's a lot I, of busking, I, and then there's homeless. A yeah, homeless I saw. I, I, I only heard if you didn't have money, this, cigarettes would be okay. City, I think it's like it's just the an encampment basically of like people who are like homeless, but I didn't actually see it. Hang on, let me uh, let me put this picture in our uh, group chat here. You tell me if uh, tell me if that's like it's up in the top left there. Yeah, definitely, it did look like that. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. That was you saw uh, where Bart and uh, I think I saw were. that. Like, I don't know if it was that huge though. Like, this was from the perspective it doesn't but maybe it was i think it actually could have been i just wasn't seeing the base of it oh yeah it yeah. was in knoxville oh. <laughs> i've done that a lot though <laughs> how's it feel to stand where bart simpson did <laughs> i haven't had i haven't what you mean like you that, stood at the chalkboard and you had to write something over and over before. again for being hey yeah yeah have you ever eaten your shorts? I did that, but I'd never eat my shorts. Did you carry a slingshot in your black Have back you ever pocket? Had a cat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, for sure. Uh, would you recommend Knoxville? To who, though? To just the anyone? Uh, mm. Yeah. It depends. It, Let's say you're going on a road trip. You had a, a little bit of extra time. Um. Yeah, probably. I guess. As much as any yeah. other place. <laughs> <laughs> you heard you it first here. How, how does Knoxville compare to New York? Uh, um. Jeez, that's the. It's more. It's definitely more southern, <laughs> and um, but it's more southern. New York, it's pretty amazing. I, I like New York a whole lot. Colorado, though, like uh, Boulder, what? when I went there, was probably like, and also this that place where they filmed uh, Davy Crockett in Arizona. Um, uh, I can't remember what the name of that place was, but. That's what the, in this certain town. I thought I Arizona was. A, I mean, I didn't know they filmed Davy Crockett there. Yeah. Are you talking about like the actual? No, not that. School, not that. Uh, Davy yeah, Crockett. Or are you talking about Best what was that movie Parker, with like, Billy Davey Bob Crockett Thornton, TV show in the fifties? Alamo. I wish I could remember that quote about. A stuck pig. That's, that'd be a good <laughs> I haven't one. seen that. I remember that when Billy Bob Thornton yelled no. about uh, about being a screamer. Okay. Uh, 
All right. Well, uh, I guess this would be as good a point as any to end the show. Um, <laughs> Thanks to uh, Philip and his important phone calls. Yeah. J- Jacob had to leave us. So uh... he's indisposed at the moment. um anything else you want to touch touch on before we take off until next week i don't believe so um if i remember something well we can actually just talk about it next week because it will make a conversation (laughs) uh, to speak on um but i do want to thank uh jake jacob Boyd Questenberry, as well as you, uh, Anthony Christopher Link, <laughs> and Philip. I've been calling you Philip J for so long, I don't remember what your middle name is. Michael. Yeah. Philip Michael. Yeah. That's right. I remember your mom yelling that. Yeah. Philip Michael. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I I hope this was a good show. If you guys enjoyed it, uh, please uh, subscribe. Um, come back for more uh we're going to be on more platforms uh in the future going forward uh itunes i believe is gonna be uh the next on the list and um yeah it was uh it was a pleasure as always um i enjoy it as always my friend yeah uh and yeah, we'll we'll all 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 be next all be back next week uh for another episode. And um yeah, thanks for sticking around. Uh please uh spend uh send in messages uh to our anchor uh if you haven't already and uh we will play them on the show. Um and uh all right. Uh, I hope you guys have a good week and uh, we'll be back next weekend. And um, as always, my back is not a voicemail, so say it to my face. <laughs> All right. All right. Take it easy, man. See you, buddy. Welcome to episode six of Six Beers Deep. My name is Jacob Questenberry. This uh, there's Chris Link here and Philip Foreman here. How you doing? And this is the episode. What's all up, right. guys? For the first for, for the first time ever, we're all in the same room, yes. so our audio quality is probably a little bit better than it has been. Yeah, able to physically touch each other. Squeeze. I've listened to some of the last episodes and it sounds like we're scuba diving at points. Yeah, fucking anchor is like fucked up there. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, last episode, if you were listening to it, um, there was a small part that I had to cut out around 41 minutes of uh, me talking to my mom. And so uh, <laughs> that's relatable there. Yeah, well, I guess not when you're 31. But, uh, <laughs> it, it was funny because I, I heard think? you yell, "We're doing a podcast." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought that's that been was... said so many times. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I thought that that was very lame, and I didn't want it in the episode, and so I cut it out. But like Anchor, when you edit these episodes on Anchor, um, it's all a single track, so you can't see like, let's say Chris's voice track, Jake's voice track, and my voice track. Um, 
you you can't see them all individually and so anchor itself uh put all of the voice tracks out of sync like afterward on that single track and yeah like sometimes anchor is a little bit uh fucky um like it will also take a lot of time to process like editing the episodes and stuff like that which is a reason why uh, some of the episodes don't come out as early as we would like them to um but at the same time, like, a, you know, it is a very good platform. It's got us on a, a lot of uh, different uh, podcast aggregators, providers. Um, and, yeah, it's, you know, it's pretty good. Like, I mean, we're just starting off, so. Getting in the swing of things. We all got our normal lives. We're out there killing it. Yeah, yeah. Making time for this entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> I am happy, though, that we are doing it on sunday this time like you know we didn't fall behind like last i was wondering week. if sunday was like the time that we were supposed to do it i don't i don't know it's varied so much man because of it just depends on what i got going on because i'll tell you one thing that i thought was going to be uh i don't know if i'm answering your question here's the other thing now that we're all in the same room you looking at me like i'm a dipshit no i'm not <laughs> people always mistake my facial expressions for some of that the not- uh I thought that uh, it would be better to do it on late nights when the kids were asleep, but I quickly found out that's like that's when like we do stuff together, like me and Chelsea, because we don't yeah. we don't see even though we see each other like you know we'll, doing stuff. <laughs> yeah, you see each other literally all the time. Yeah, but I mean like dinner and a movie and stuff like that. So. Do you still have to make time for that? Yeah, yeah, I do. It's easy to. Uh, it's easy to get lost in things. I mean, a lot of time, I mean, like after work, we, matter of fact, when we're done here, I got a little bit of schoolwork to finish up with Cam. Yeah. That is, that's fucked up. Like, first of all, like about the, uh, the fact that like, all right, I get that. Like when you have kids, it's amazing, but like you basically, what you have to do is like do schoolwork all over again. Yep. And as an adult, Especially now with like the COVID thing, and I I know you've you've heard this from a whole bunch of other people, and I've recently just jumped on the bandwagon about bitching about new Common Core math. Like, uh, is that what they call it? Cause, yeah, because I've showed him like we went through and did fractions, and uh, oh god, and we, yeah, we, we didn't get a that? good grade because I did. I showed him the way that I know, and it wasn't right. It wasn't. Does that like fuck you up a little bit? In a little bit. Yeah, because, like, you, like... But, I mean, that doesn't make any sense, because, like, basically everyone has the same answers, considering the fact that people have the access to the internet. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I I don't know, man. I don't know what the point is. I guess if it's a building block for other things that they're going to teach, I don't know. Does that lead into something else? I have no idea. Huh? Not yet. <laughs> so it's called Common Core? Yeah. Yeah. It's like this really weird, convoluted. It's ma- mostly a visual representation of things instead of like you got to like draw out graphs and put numbers in a box. And that is bizarre. Yeah. What is it used for? What is like the like everything really like really different uh, different variations of it depending on what you're doing. So like, like it could be used for like engineering if you wanted to be like for example, we were doing fractions, adding, subtracting fractions where you got to get the. Uh, this is an educational podcast, so I would say yeah, science. Yeah. You got to get the uh, do- denominators the same, the common denominators. That fucking sucks. By well, the way. but I mean, it's 
it's simple enough that uh, like say if you had two and four the common denominator is four but you have to you can't just know that you have to like make a graph and you have to like draw out all these multiples of two and circle them and blah 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 blah, blah. yeah I digress. Uh, we get we get way off topic. Well, yeah, I mean that's very interesting to me, though. Like I, I've always wondered like how kids are like getting educated like these days versus like when we grew up and like yeah, it's a kind of like uh, different. I guess it is. Well, it is different because like they have like the access to the, the world's information. So basically, the answer to every problem is already solved. Yeah, right. and like there is oh, no hold on, fellas. Uh, right down six minutes in. The only thing that's screwed up about this is because these are omnidirectional mics. The moment you turn your head away from speaking oh, into it, it, up. it won't. It won't. It doesn't fuck it up. But it. Yeah, I mean, you can still hear, but the volume dips. Yeah, quite like a bit. like immediately. Okay. It that sounds sucks. like you walked out of the room. What, what what's like the thing that like? I mean, just uh, make sure you're talking into the mic. Yeah, I mean. Let me try to put the mic a little bit more so it's like facing you guys. That, like, so. Fucking thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, they make different mics, but uh, we don't need to get into that. Do you like, do you like uh, helping with schoolwork? Yeah, we'll start back in at seven. Yeah, just give a countdown. Well, this is professional all of a sudden. Yeah, I know. It. Well, we're here with mics, and we can see the computer, but. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah apparently like we're we're still learning how to use these uh microphones that chris has in his house like he has some uh very nice recording equipment um that you know like he plays music of course we talked about it i believe on the first episode like you're in the deer run drifters and like you still uh you still record a lot of stuff and uh you, you do have a whole setup out here so it's uh very nice um this we, is probably the most professional thing i've done with it since i've had it so oh, it's yeah. nice to put it to use yeah 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 it's 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 gorgeous it's a gorgeous setup um yeah uh we don't have monitors though like chris has the only monitor so like he has to kind of instruct us like whenever um the sound goes off and so if there are any uh weird interruptions it's it's because of that most likely unless we want to like go off on a subject that we can't talk about <laughs> on here <laughs> not to say that uh, there are very many subjects that we don't talk about on here but there's nothing we're not afraid to tackle yeah we're no pussies <laughs> uh, isn't that the uh, slogan for our podcast we're no pussies yeah we're no pussies <laughs> did you like uh, I don't feel like a pussy though. did you like my uh my my quote for last week yeah build the accent wall well no you said uh build that wall yeah, no, that, oh, but uh, what was it called? My, uh, nah, we want to talk about that on here. Yeah, we, no. we, we, we won't do that. No, I didn't vote at so all. Did you vote Joe Jorgensen? Didn't vote at all. Oh, you didn't? Is that blasphemy? No, There's a lot of people. No, I don't think you cannot vote. Like, I, it's your constitutional right to I not vote. I feel so. First of all, hold that thought. My quote, I had seen it, it was. My back is not a voicemail, so you better say it to my face. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that, yeah. Zombie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I know people people get really upset if um if you don't vote. Like I'm not exercising my right, but I mean it depends on how you look at it, dude. Uh because I didn't feel I 
Either not way. that I'm just a complete fucking pessimist, man, but like either one would have been shit. Like yeah. it doesn't matter what what you fucking choose on that. Yeah, and I guess if I felt that strongly, I could have voted third party. That's to, what, yeah. To uh, you know, say I mean, that we need another party, yeah. but you may as that, well not vote. <laughs> yeah, I had shit to do. That's what yeah. they say though. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean, not not to discourage a third party system in this country. I think that we do need more parties. Absolutely, the third party, uh, the third party will eventually win one day. I think it really will because, like, I think it caters more to like people who are. Well, let me ask you this: Do you think it'd be in our lifetime? Yes. All right, I'm holding yes. you to that. Yeah, <laughs> I really think it will. Though. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll see. Do you think that? Trump has broke the floodgate as in obviously he was the candidate this go around but I mean you think the next let's the, the next election that there's going to be a uh, somebody outside of politics trying to run again <clears throat> or you think that the uh, either party would let that happen again I was surprised that they picked Biden but you know you know what I'm saying like it'll be some kind it of almost like celebrity I know we said we weren't going to address politics on this show, but it almost did feel like a conspiracy. Like I was a, a Bernie supporter um, in 2016 and also a Bernie supporter this year um, going into the election. But I'm not like one of those like Bernie bros is like, I'm not going to vote because he didn't like fucking win. You, you know what? What is true that uh, it wasn't that people people either love Trump yeah, and the people who love Biden, like nobody loved nobody Biden, loves they Biden. just hated Trump. Yeah, yeah. There's nobody who's like super into Biden, but there's people who just hate Trump that much that they go for Biden. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Biden is old, and he does have a lot of baggage. Like, I mean, he stood in the way uh, a lot of times, like when it came to uh, civil rights, like really? a lot. Yeah, and. Um, he also like tried to, I believe, uh, during Clarence Thomas's confirmation, there was a big controversy uh, came down to him um, voting and actually being a big supporter of Clarence Thomas uh, and uh, attempting to suppress um, rape allegations. What from what uh, that uh, Clarence Thomas had against him? Oh, well, sure. even Biden himself had. He's like allegations. A, yeah. Well, people call him creepy I Joe see, and yeah. shit like <laughs> well, that. You but see, like, I don't know if I, you know, like, you there see, is weird. Yes. You want to talk about uh, some funny memes? I seen one. It was like I want, I want to be kissed like Biden kisses his granddaughter. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's probably true there. <laughs> yeah. There is some like yeah. Yeah, I mean, like they're like hair sniffing compilations on YouTube that you can find and shit like that. Like, I well, he's uh, fucking old though. He's just a dottery like old man. Yeah, like I don't, you know, I don't think that he has any like actual like repressed like child pedophilia like emotions or anything like Q, that. Q and the conspiracy man. theories they say otherwise that they have like a whole farm. Like, well, you know, it's odd though. Is those like the QAnon stuff and all that? They think that like. Trump is basically a superhero, like going after going after all that and the, the elites. Yeah. yeah, I know. I don't believe that though, because if that was true, Trump would be like, "This is what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm a superhero." He would be more yeah. vocal about it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, I am glad, like, uh, 
to state a relatively personal opinion. I'm, you know, like I'm glad that Trump's out of office, not because he was a conservative, but just because he was very divisive. You're so polarizing, man. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he was just very divisive. I've talked to a lot of people personally who supported Trump and like, they're all like, oh, whatever. That, like that's, that is interesting. Cause like there are like, I have a lot of like uh, people I know who like are diehard Trump fans. And like, they're like, people that like you get along with any other time. But like, I think the reason they like him is because is that he doesn't belong to any kind of like entity of like the Republic. Well, I mean, like he kind of does, but like not really. And, uh, it's easy because he doesn't like, whereas like other presidents have to worry about like saying certain things that, that would like, like maybe like deteriorate their, their ads or like they're like, uh, the people who back them, Trump like already has like all of the the means to like do that like himself. So like he can say he has like the ability of like freedom of speech. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, it's easy to see why people liked him. Especially, it's the same mm. thing with always the conservatives, like especially around here, like factory workers and rural rural America who feel like they've been forgotten or yeah censored with all the. newfangled yeah i agree with you like one thing i just couldn't understand was like the way that he looks and everything like and how he carries himself like i can understand supporting like his ideology but like he obviously doesn't like he isn't completely sold on that ideology like he's just he's a snake oil salesman. dude i've seen some clips i think i might have brought it up on one of the last podcasts we've done i've seen this clip that made me laugh out loud where i think my cousin sent it to me maybe I, it doesn't matter where i seen it but it was like uh he was at a podium and uh he was giving a speech and he's like they always ask me like do you got to be the most famous man in the world and he said nope nope i'm not the most famous man in the world that's jesus christ oh <laughs> no and, and everybody died <laughs> so that's just like extreme pandering then <laughs> yeah He's no, just that. smart enough to know that he can <laughs> say that shit and like do something with it. Yeah, he he reversed the mistake that the Beatles made you when should, they said they were bigger than Jesus. You yeah. should have seen like his face too. He just he's like, he's such a fuck. He's like, I, I killed it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And not to say like anybody out there who who supports Donald Trump like that's completely fine. Like I mean, there are a lot of things that I disagree with. I think that there were many places that he went during his presidency where like anybody who's a human being can kind of like get on the train that it was like a little bit, a little bit over the top. Um, I'm, I'm indifferent to a lot of stuff, man. And my biggest deal with him when it finally got to the end was like just him being so polarizing. Like you, yeah. you can't have somebody leading the country like that, man. It's no, no, no. You can't. I mean, yeah. But I can uh, see why people, why people like, like him, though. It is extremely dangerous to have someone like that polarizing. He's that like fucking. Yeah, like you don't want that person like leading your country, really. But what do you do? What do you do? <coughs> Vote Joe Jorgensen. You go on about your business. Yeah. Vote Joe Jorgen. Vote Ralph Nader. Is he still running? Nader. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> or he think he's in his basement he thinks he is. Yeah. Why is he in a basement? I don't know. He's I just see like where basement. people, crazy remember, people hold up in the basement. I remember um, the election in 2000, like when it was Al Gore and George Bush and like that 
election was extremely contentious. And I was 11 years old, but my father could vote, and I was with him. And oh. I think I ultimately convinced him to vote for Ralph Nader. And I remember, like, when everything, all the chips fell into place and George Bush had won, like, I felt so guilty. But w we were living in Kentucky, which, like, you know, like, Bush won handily, so I had no reason to feel guilty. But I still feel guilty because I talked him out of voting for uh, Al Gore. And, um. Yeah. Well, Al Gore went on to do other things like save us from global warming. Al Gore is yeah. silly. I think he's going out with a sequel. I'm not making that up either. That's not a joke. An inconvenient yeah. truth too. I'm be, yeah, seriously, that's not a joke. An inconvenient tooth. <laughs> uh, global warming still happening, y'all. Still, still relevant. <laughs> what more can you say about it? Like everybody gets it at this point. <laughs> Well, y'all didn't do anything. I, was, I saw the Inconvenient Truth. It was a really good movie. Was it though? It really was. Yeah, like, it was. I, 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 like, I, I saw it at the Lyric in Blacksburg. I think I watched. Yeah. Is it like March of the Penguins? I feel like they're like similar. They're the same sure. movie. <laughs> you know the guy who made Mad Max Fury Road and all the Mad Maxes made uh, March of the Penguins. I did not know that. He really did. I mean, I, I'm surprised I didn't recognize it until now, but there are several key signature There's aspects. callbacks. Yeah, callbacks. <laughs> <laughs> There's an ongoing theme. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Fury Road. He made the other Mad Max movies, too? Yeah, he did. He's made all of them. He really has. Yeah. Okay. His, uh, what's his fucking name? George Miller. Well, not George Miller. Um... Man, I can't remember his name. Fury Road is a cool-ass movie. It is really good. It was unexpected. It was good because it has Tom Hardy in it. Tom Hardy is like the... Uh, well, how would you describe Tom Hardy? I don't know. Uh, they're also making another one of those. Yeah. I think because there's some controversy because uh, Charlie Theron was being replaced. I'm not sure why. Well, her story is over, though. Well, no, it's going to involve her character as played by someone else. Well, that's not going to fucking work, will it? I don't know. It's odd. Well, the last one works. Yeah. I always... They uh, did that with the girl with the dragon tattoo. Every... You remember that? That's weird, though, because they... That movie... I love that movie, too. It and is they were, good, they right? Were, they were going to make more, and they never did yeah, for they, some reason. But it's kind of good that they didn't, though. Yeah. Because, like, really, the first one is really, like, the only good... I mean... The other books are good, but like that one was like. Well, there's a whole series of Russian movies, right? Yeah, they have. Are all they Russian? They're Russian. They're the no, they're Swedish. Yeah, I think they are Swedish. They yeah, are Swedish. All right. Sig Larsson was the guy who wrote them. Well, I think a theory road. I just think of your brother. Really? Continuously, wow. he, he would not. Well, he would huh. not let off of mother's no. milk. That's all he talked about. I actually asked Philip like the other day, like, uh, like if me and Ross were like uh, Jedi or like or had were fluent in the Force and had lightsaber powers and Force powers, like who would like what? Who would like? What do you think that duel would be like? You asked me who would be the good one and who would be yeah, the who evil would be one. the who would be the good one. I feel and like I said I was like uh, Kyler Ren and like I strongly disagree. I feel like you both could be persuaded to the dark side. Yeah, no, not me though. Like him more than me though. Really uh, yeah. though, like if you want to, you want to know Ross, he could be persuaded to the dark side. If you want to know Ross, like he's like 
He's 100% dark side. For And that's that's Jacob's brother, for those who don't know. Yeah. Which I imagine the two other people who listen to this know that. Yeah, there's not many. <laughs> uh, it would give shout outs. But like to I, like I was telling Philip, like I, pre- I think that I'd have like a blue lightsaber, and he'd have like a candy cane one. Yeah, like a Christmas colored, a Christmas colored lightsaber, like it was like green and white, <laughs> yeah. or red and white. Yeah, red and white candy cane. It's like going down like a barbershop pole. Yeah, and with each new iteration of Star Wars, they uh, they constantly are changing the uh, shapes of like. And uh, the way in which they work, the lightsabers are to like update it. Like they're all kyber gonna be like a there. fucking hula hoop or whatever. Yeah, mm, yeah. <clears throat> have you uh, have y'all watched The Mandalorian? No, I've seen bits and pieces. I've seen like Baby it. Yoda. <laughs> I, dude, it's it's really good. I like it. it. Seems really good. I'm not a big fan of Star Wars. Like I. I'm not sure, like, at this point, like, there's so many people that are big fans of Star Wars, and there are so many people that are like, I've never watched Star Wars. Fuck you. Like, I, I, I fall in between because I like the movie, but I cannot tell you, like, the character names yeah. in the cantina or, like, the pod racers. You say or, you don't know the lore. No, not all of it. Yeah, you do. Uh, Why you are you mean? acting like you don't? Like, what do you mean? Like, you I know, know like. Are. You're just saying that because you don't want to seem lame. <laughs> no, he's not. He doesn't know. This he shit. really does too. He fucking looks at shit. This is a weird like stance to take with I mean, lying about Star Wars. I, just said I, like I, it. Just, I mean, what lore? Well, I just know how you fucking like. You know fucking all about that shit, but you just like hide it. Uh, Why don't you believe that about me? <laughs> now, when you say lore, do you mean like uh, I'm aware that Darth Vader is Luke's father? You know all about it. Is what I'm saying. You know about as much as anybody else, though. You've read like the canon books that have come out, like all that stuff. <laughs> I've, 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 not, I've not done that, but they are good. Mm. No, like I, I honestly, I can, because we're all together, I can see in your eyes you do not know about Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, this, this is a real weird thing to call me on. <laughs> yeah. You, you caught me. <laughs> Star Wars is really cool, though. You think so? Yeah, yeah. That it There's helps. something about it that is just like relates to everybody. I like uh, Firefly a whole lot. Mm, yeah, I don't know about that. Supernatural. Never watched that. Yeah. People love that show, though. Girl I think it season. just ended. I saw something on CNN about like it ending. Yeah, yeah. it did. Um, did y'all watch the uh, the boys? Everybody the boys. It. No. It's good, man. I told no. you, it's like a real cynical view of superheroes, but kind of like the Watchmen. Is it kind of yeah. like Falling Stars a little bit? I don't know what Falling Stars is. Do you remember me talking to you about that? Like it was like about up this, words. But no, it's Falling Stars. <laughs> is like this, that comic that it's like about like that comet that comes to Earth and like it gives oh, yeah, people yeah, yeah. superpowers. You did but tell it, me about it. It fucks with people because like the superpowers like aren't what they. Like we're anticipating, and it's like more than they could handle, so it like fucks them up like a whole lot. It's not, I mean, it's not necessarily like that. It's like just a real view, a cynical view on superheroes. Oh, no. Are you taking it? It's a uh, real cynical view on superheroes. Like um, they basically consider themselves gods, and yeah, it's all like they have political agendas and this and that, but. Anyway. Do you think that would be the way it would really work? Probably? Absolutely, yeah. man. It's probably the way it actually is. No. Yeah. 
Well, we mean the way it actually is. The way it really is. Because, like, I think life is, like, much more extraordinary than people think. Because, like, you know, like, it does seem like, you know, like, some people would be like, yeah, life's, like, fucking, like, it's just a bunch of crazy shit. But, like, when you think about it from, like, the Joe Rogan standpoint, (laughs) it's, like, pretty. He's he's gotten, uh, uh, like, kind of jaded on everything now. yeah that's what i was saying like people give him a lot of shit because where he was such a conspiracy theorist for a he is, long time and he he refutes a lot of that stuff now and people are like you you damn government at least quill. everything's so open though to where like I've, he doesn't like ever garner any like i've heard you know that I mean? people like give him shit like because he invites like the conspiracy theorists on a show and he gives them an open platform and he doesn't yeah. like really like he gets try to... he gets a ton of shit for bringing on like conservative people yeah and he doesn't like try to refute anything that they're saying he just like kind of listens to them but uh it's a ufc for, for example uh chemtrails like he more or less dis disproved that because uh, like all the clouds that people constantly are talking about being chemtrails you know like the clouds that are after jets yeah yeah what about him? he come up with a perfectly scientific explanation like he i remember way back in the day when it first started he had people on talking about that but i mean there's a a simple solution it has to do with like water vapor yeah, that's what i was yeah. water vapor in the air and like the heat from the jet engines that leave trails that's the way it. it's always been there but people get so pissed off at him for refuting chemtrails that like he's a government shield and this and that i can't believe chemtrails that's, are still a thing uh, at this point uh, like it's it. like a fucking like 9-11 conspiracy and they're I don't yeah. want to offend any of the 9/11 conspiracy theorists that are listening to this, they don't but care. <laughs> yeah. they're not they offended by anything. <laughs> they're gonna care either way. They they're gonna, gonna, yeah, gonna target my house. They're thinking about way more like important things. Than yeah, like, yeah. I mean, this podcast is a conspiracy to them. This podcast is a conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, there's so many conspiracy theories. Uh, they're all kind of right and kind of wrong mainly wrong like probably there was a biography yeah not a biography but basically there was papers that come out last year where uh, the CIA had been given Manson uh, LSD and stuff like that and bailing him out of jail that's probably right might be common knowledge, but I'm not aware of it. Did you know that the FBI is actually what it is? Is it's an organization of angels that have been sent from heaven, like City of Angels, pretty much. But like, it's like a, it's an angel, it's an angel organization that's meant to. Uh, well, that's what it is. And I'd give up forever to touch you. <laughs> I, I, it sounds like a nick cage movie that is it is yeah that's city of angels some things might be so true and so real that they're like hard to comprehend like what if like some of these conspiracy theories are so real and like so so you have to think like that like life is like that extraordinary to where it could encompass some of those things that conspiracy theorists say because there's a little bit of truth in everything that like people say in general because otherwise you wouldn't say it yeah most of the time people just speak the truth when they're talking candidly and like 
You know what I mean? Like, it's a weird, like, you gotta, like, kind of... I agree with you. Are you referring to something specific? Not anything specific, but just, like, so, like you know, like, it could be something so There's little as, Hints like, of truth and hints everything. Hints of truth in every kind of thing you hear, in a way. Because, like, you'd have to think that it would have to be that way. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I hate the way I said weird. <laughs> it's weird. Oh, man. But don't worry about it. I won't. Just man. don't say it again like that. All right. <laughs> uh, oh man. Shit. But anyway, that's why I, that's why I, Trump won last last time. That type of shit. Why? I don't know. I felt like a good segue. No, I was I was gonna say something. People are tired of being. A lot of people don't think he won. That. And we're back. Like I said, we this is new, so we had a few technical difficulties, and uh, we're back now. We wasn't talking about anything important anyway. Cons- conspiracy. conspiracy theories. <laughs> and Joe Rogan, I think he's uh he's doing all right without a uh, a plug from us. Oh yeah, I think he's doing awful. If people were upset about his move to Spotify. Yeah. Why? Are, like, uh, I know we talked about this before the show, but like people are upset with Joe Rogan because of like how he invites people who like have uh, conspiracies and stuff like that. Like, I think Alex Jones is on his show. Right? Yeah, but Alex Jones is fun to listen to. He is yeah. really fun. But don't those people deserve a platform? Oh yeah, in oh, a sense, yeah, dude. That's a uh, opening up a can of worms. That's part of the reason he has Alex Jones on there because the they cut him out of everything. Like they banned him from YouTube, they banned him really? from Twitter. So he doesn't have a platform except for his very own. He doesn't even have his own show anymore. He does it himself off the internet at yeah. his website. I mean, his own platform is a very big platform. Like I um. I just wanted to say, like, I, uh, I knew about Alex Jones before I read this book. Uh, if any of you out there who are readers, uh, if you like John Ronson, uh, he is an investigative journalist. He wrote uh, The Men Who Stare at Goats, actually. He nice. was the one who uh, wrote that book. Speaking, and it spe- speaking of which, he was also on Rogan. Oh, yeah? Really? John Ronson? Yep. Yeah. Oh, he's got everybody. Yeah, I love John Ronson a lot. Like, I've read all of his books, but, like, one of Alex Jones's major first exposures was in one of John Ronson's books. Um, He was in a book called Them, uh, which is about, like, conspiracy theorists, like, uh, fringe people, stuff like that. And um, it starts off with, like, an examination. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of uh, Ruby Ridge, like uh, the Ruby Ridge thing out in Idaho. Yeah. 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 He's talked about it. Once again, I'll quit talking about Rogan, but Jones just talked about it in depth on there. Yeah. What is it? About going there. Ruby Ridge, Idaho. I think it happened in the early 90s. Uh, it was, I'm not sure why uh, the family was being investigated, but they had like a national police force come out there. It was in Idaho. And, um, it was just basically a family and they, you know, were fringe conservative people. Like you could describe them as libertarian now, I guess. Really? Um, but like, uh, yeah, they, they came out there and, um, they ended up ultimately like, uh, the payoff was, 
they shot like a sniper shot through the door killed the mother of the family and i think even the baby like that she was holding and like the um the, the patriarch of the family ended up surviving like the the main like male guy yeah. and one of his sons um but it's a very very interesting story i don't know if there are many conspiracies involved with it but like it is a good story and uh but john ronson in that same book when he was profiling uh ruby ridge he um talked alex jones before alex jones became famous this is like in the mid 90s and alex jones was just hosting like a local radio show in like texas or something like that and um they ended up going out to this weird gathering of people uh there's a name for it but like it was like a gathering of like a lot of higher up people yeah and and I, I can't remember what they call it either but they were like it was like a they didn't have an actual sacrifice, but they had like well, stuff yes. there that represented uh, yeah, like sacrifice. an effigy. Yeah, and they yeah. were burning it in uh, to the owl god or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like the Bohemian Grove. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that's thank fucked you up. so much. Yeah, he exposed that, and there's videos of it on YouTube yeah, where he Alex snuck Jones. in there. John yeah. Ronson was there with him when he was doing that. And like it was crazy because like John Ronson painted it as just like this guy's just fucking nuts. <laughs> like he uh like he didn't see so much of the conspiracy as Alex Jones did. And like there are points in the book that he wrote where he was like, Yeah, Alex went off to take a piss in the woods and like stuff like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, Ronson's on, he's been on Rogan too, and they talked in depth about that specifically. They talk yeah. about Bohemian Grove every time yeah. Alice Jones is on there. Mm-hmm. Um, you had talked to us earlier about maybe checking out uh, some stuff on Quora. Yeah. And I pulled it up, like where people ask, uh, ask questions, and then other people come in underneath it and answer it. Yeah, yeah. I just pulled some up because I thought it would be interesting. And the in the latest one, the first one that was last updated was uh, "Why do Dutch kids have lice?" <laughs> That's a hard. <laughs> I don't know if we can answer it's, it's that. Probably because they use like really good shampoo and like <laughs> lice like to actually like the more easy. Well, fuck shit. The way lice like to. Lice like to move through like shampooed hair better than they do dirty hair because it's easier for them to maneuver through. Oh yeah, it's all silky, yeah, clean. I don't it's know silky much. Clean and it's easier to, for them to navigate through freshly washed hair. I, I don't know. Is that a? Um, That's actually true, babe. What about Dutch kids? I don't know about Dutch kids. I don't. Though. Is this offensive to people? You know that's that. <laughs> is that is that some kind of racial slur that I don't know about? Is, Dutch is the Netherlands, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just to confirm, it's like yeah. <laughs> well, I think um, so. They have it because they're clean, right? That's they're what family. you're saying. Look up. How do you get your pussy wet? Oh Lord. Pussy tastes like water. Oh, <laughs> I, I've got one other, just two other here that are worth mentioning. Is this on Craigslist? No, it, well, one is how do you play with a two-year-old cat? 
I mean, and the then way he went with the seven year old. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, they're all pretty great. Oh my god! Um, can a zebra mate with a giraffe? <laughs> no. Um, no. Kind of. That's the answer. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. If you try hard enough. <laughs> this is a. Huh. I'll leave that alone. Well, no, read it. What no, I at first I I think it's uh, actually from a teenage girl. It seemed oh, real did. seemed real weird at they first. They have a voice too. <laughs> yeah, Listen, can you yeah. do the voice of a teenage girl? Yeah, do you do you the voice it? of a teenage girl and read it like a teenage girl? Like, how do I ask my mom to start shaving my armpits and my legs? Why does she have to do it? Like, <laughs> I'm twelve. She does enough. I mean, I'm twelve. You don't have to ask her. You just have to do it. <laughs> well, I don't know if she's asking permission, or it's far weirder if she's oh. she's asking her mother to shave her armpits and her leg. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's what I said. I misread it at first, but uh, it goes on to say, "I'm 12 and it's winter, but I'm on a swim team and a dance team, so everybody can see my legs and armpits. Yeah. I'm embarrassed. Oh. <laughs> see, your mom doesn't have to do it. You know how they what? use a razor." What did you ask me earlier? Who has the hairiest arms? Yeah, I think so. You guys know who has the biggest dick in the world, right? Jason Momoa. What? Jason Momoa. I don't know. I don't. Jonah Falcon. I don't know who Jonah Falcon is. Look up Jonah Falcon. Just read his uh, Wikipedia. He's not that dude that was on the meme, was he? I don't think so. I'll check it out. Just look up Jonah Falcon, read his Wikipedia. I put up, I asked that question, but what come up was who would win in a fight, a lion or a gorilla? Well, probably the lion, yeah, right? Yeah, the lion. Yeah. Yeah, it would, though. I don't care what, because like a fucking. I mean, people think gorillas are just like killing machines. They're not. They're slow and they don't know how to move their body. Like, yeah. To fucking... and that's what a fucking lion is made for. Yeah. It's killing. <laughs> so is Jonah Falcon an actor? He's kind of. Star. A television presenter. All right, uh, just go through it and uh, read us the uh, the juicy parts. Falcon gained media attention after appearing in the HBO documentary Private Dicks, Men Exposed, hmm. in which 25 males were interviewed in the nude about their penises. In 2003... It was reported that Falcon's penis measured 9.5 inches while it was flaccid, flaccid and yeah, then really 13 is. and a half while it was erect. Jeez. But that is that a grower or a shower? No, like I read That's this both. anecdote about him where he can wrap his entire foreskin around a doorknob. That's odd. So you think he was probably really excited to be in this documentary. <laughs> Maybe he's indifferent to it. He's like, he doesn't have a good life. Like, if you read that article, like, he lives with his mom and shit, and like, he's trying to, um, 
he's trying to like this one's about right there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be the dude well so it i don't know if he actually has the world's biggest penis but no like i think he was certified by guinness or something like well that. it says when he gets an erection it causes him it causes him to become lightheaded really because of the amount of blood that doesn't sound good <laughs> Why would you want that? If you just want you get her get her act and fucking pass out. <laughs> Can you relate that to that? Seemed detrimental. No, I, I can't. Are you sure? No. I've heard stories there. Yeah. yeah. Mean, there are stories there. I've seen footage. <laughs> there is footage. Oh, that that HBO documentary I was yeah. in. Yeah. Uh no, I, I just imagine him like passing out and hitting his head on a doorknob or something. <laughs> the doorknob that he had just wrapped his foreskin around. <laughs> it happened again. <laughs> why did he test it that way? Like, why was that the way he like? That is an odd thing to do, I guess. Put it around the doorknob. That's yeah. I mean, hey, well, cool. have you ever? Like you just eat like Cheetos or something, and you're trying to turn a doorknob, and it's too slippery. I get like you can wrap it around for traction. So you think he got that idea after eating Cheetos? He just decided to put his dick for for traction. <laughs> for traction, he put his dick around the doorknob. It doesn't make sense. I was trying to. Yeah, that's an odd thing to do. What would you do if you're Jonah Falcon? Like, where does he live? Where does it say he lives on there? Oh, it says sometimes he lives with his mother in New York City in between jobs. <laughs> it states that his longest romantic relationship has only lasted for one year. And that he, is, sure. that he is also bisexual. Of course. Could you imagine, though? Like, I mean, I mean, it's one thing to like be like, Oh, my dick is too small. And it's another thing to be like, God, like this, this thing. What the fuck, man? Like, I can't. <laughs> you keep setting on your ball sack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, it looks like he's had a pretty not okay life. So that's sad. Yeah, most porn stars like typically have like. Well, he's not a porn star. Oh, is he's he? not. So what? What's the point of bringing up his dick then? Nobody's actually really seen his dick. They've just seen it so in his what underwear. What are they even talking about? They've seen it in his underwear and stuff. But like he, the so reason, just, the reason that nobody. <laughs> they're just giving their best guess. No, no. It's like speculation. Podcast reason, is brought to you by Steel Reserve. Um, the reason that. Most people haven't seen his dick is because he's trying to keep that image proprietary right. for himself to make money off of. All right. Well, how is he making money off of it? I guess he's holding that out. Like, I, I think he's holding it out. Like, um, till he gets a bid to show it or something. Yeah. Like, uh, he's shown it to people in private. Uh, you know, kind of like. Oh, shit. <laughs> sorry. Did I do? That? Yeah, sorry. Did I do that? <laughs> Did I do that? Did I do that? Um, but no, like he is. Uh, he's keeping it proprietary. He shows it to people in person. Uh, as long as they don't have a camera or right. a phone on them, like a scumbag. Yeah. Hey. But God. 
I mean, it sounds like more of a curse. Like, I think I, I'd rather just have like a well, like, you know, like a nine you know, inch penis. The thing about like a huge <laughs> dick is like you got a bunch of excess that's hanging out of like what can actually get up in there. So it's like you're, I mean, like technically it's good because you can get up in there, but then you just have like a lot of like uh, surface area that's like unaccounted for. That's like not being used for anything. It's just like you're <laughs> fucking with like maybe like the first like five inches of your dick, and then you got like maybe two inches left. But you gotta admit, like I mean, the penis gets less sensitive the farther you go down. Like when you're on the base, well, like there's there's not much there's not much left there in terms of sensitivity. True. Yeah, that is true. It's mainly in the head. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> the head and around it. Yeah. Sorry to be crass. <laughs> we're we're being crass all of a sudden. I'm sorry. Well, it happens. You know what else happens? Shit. <laughs> Shit happens. I was. Uh, uh, yeah. It wasn't. Uh, I I didn't find anything about who has the hairiest arms. Who has the hairiest dick? I doubt that's I doubt that's answered on there either. Well, it just comes up about uh, a bunch of questions about uh, Dick Cheney. Really? It's went full circle. How big is Dick Cheney's dick? <laughs> I don't. I'm at. You know, he's technically he's technically dead. I mean, because he's got that uh, fake heart, yeah. so he doesn't have a he doesn't have a pulse. It's just like a, a that's just not a, how it works. Though, a pump that's circulating. There's no like heartbeat. You mean a pacemaker? No, he's I mean, got like a he's got like a mechanical heart. That's a pacemaker. No, a pacemaker is something you put on your heart, and it, it sends electric pulses it's into your heart. No, he's got like a, I don't know. A de- defibrillator? No, that's what you shock people with. Then he's got a pacemaker. God dang it. <laughs> that's the only thing he could have that would stop him from having heart attacks? No, he's got like a fake heart. Yeah, That's I'm- what, I'm all right, so he has a fake heart. But he has a defibrillator or a pacemaker on the fake heart. A pacemaker is something that regulates how often uh, your heart beats. Yes. There you go. We have to look it up. I forget. LiveScience.com. Yeah. Let's say, is it true that Dick Cheney has no heartbeat? Did you watch that Dick Cheney? Vice. Did you watch Vice? Are you talking about the Who is America? Song? No, no, Vice. But did you see the Who is America? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. No. But did you watch Vice with like a fucking... Uh, I didn't. It's really good. Fucking uh, Christian Bale plays uh, Dick Cheney. And like, it's amazing. Like he gets... You're talking about that fucking movie. That's I what thought you were talking about. about Vice News. No, 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 no. No. Who was who was it supposed to be like fan, fantastic in there is uh damn it he all he only does indie movies I can't pull it's it's fucking it. um uh it's um Jesse Plemons no who plays Bush in that movie 
Josh Brolin. No, that's W. Wait, all right. So which who plays in, oh in it's Vice. um fucking uh it's look it up man no it's uh sam rockwell yeah sam rockwell oh, there we go i love sam they rockwell. said he did sam an amazing rockwell. job playing bush in that movie he kind of did all right he didn't do as good as brolin brolin no he really didn't though i don't think what do you think about george w bush I think he was like a fool who didn't know that he was being like a puppet for like a lot of people. I, think I really think he was like good natured in general. Yeah, he, like, he is a sweetheart. Like he, is in a re- general. he really is a sweetheart. Yeah. And like he's like innocent. Yeah. Yeah. Like childlike innocence to him. He's a man I'd like to have a beer with. Yes. Or several. It said something. Cheney has a ventricle assist device, so that he has no, no heartbeat or anything. It just silently streams blood through him. Wow! What? Yeah, he has no. Is that pul- real? I've he, never heard of that before. He has no pulse or anything like that. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. That is insane. Could you imagine being that way? Yeah. I, yeah. So, I mean, uh, I wonder if it feels different, like when you're alive and kicking and like you don't have you a probably pulse. don't even notice it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it says he's not he's not aware to or allowed to wear jewelry or anything like that because it may interfere with oh, it. Oh, man, he had to get rid of all his gold chain. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He looks like so. Well, you know what? He really does look like an evil cartoon character. Yeah, I mean, he looks like the penguin. Like he, yeah. he's very much like the penguin. He's all pale and slimy because his heart doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I did see uh, like pictures of the way uh, Bale looks when he did Jamie. Yeah, fucked up, like it, man. Like he really like went for it. He always does. He always like goes for it. Have you Why? heard that like Terminator video of him like screaming Where at he, the cast? Yeah, he lost it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forget. I just he's like, I'm fucking trying to do my job. <laughs> this motherfucker is getting in my way. And when yes. the dude was that was justified? bringing him coffee or something, or like yeah. it's just some he PA in the light. background. Yeah, yeah I forget. Yeah, he was just adjusting a light. <laughs> oh man. But what he does is so important <laughs> that it warrants that it, it brings it, be- it well, brings light to it, africa it begets rage well it's like um damn it dude i'm not firing on all c- cylinders tonight daniel day lewis because he's yeah, another he's, one who's obviously got some sort of like i was thinking about him the other day like he like he's like a shoe cobbler like fucking in his off time yeah it's like a yeah he's really peculiar he's obviously he's got some awesome. sort of i yeah. love him though like oh, that's gotta be annoying when you're around him though where he's like a character actor stays a character because i think of the movie like gangs in new york if you're around yeah. him and he's some kind of goddamn butcher all the time he's yeah. not like that he's probably more like just like a regular prick but what you mean just with the accent like, yeah i would feel like he, hey boy no, i wanted I I wanted to talk to you guys uh, about like uh, Daniel D. Lewis reminded me of this like um 
I know all of us are extremely straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> we are we are all very what? straight. Uh, do you have a man crush on Daniel, Daniel Day-Lewis? Day-Lewis? Do yeah. You really? No, like I was. That's your man s- crush? No, not my man crush. I, th- I, I I will. That's a weird one. That's almost like that's the way a girl would think that. Daniel, he seems like uh, he would give you a, a he would give you a, that's fucking weird. He seems like he'd give you a good beating behind closed doors. Oh yeah, uh, yeah with the bowling pin. Smack that ass, <laughs> fucking. Ooh. Uh, but yeah, you guys like, what's your man crush like? Top five. Maybe. Oh shit, man! Like I thought, maybe you can't name the top five, top three, top three. Like probably like a whole bunch, probably like five, probably more than like ten. Oh, give Ooh, me one. a lot. No, like uh, fuck. If I had to think of one, I thought of the one that Erica Ross's uh, wife, Paul Rudd, is just fucking. Right, like he, he, go with he's one? pretty charming. He he's really perfect. is charming. His like smile <laughs> is like sweet, and like he's funny, and like man, like he's strong enough to like hold you. <laughs> I, I was just talking to. It's odd that I was talking to y'all about him, but his resurgence just made me think because I was telling Chelsea about Mel Gibson. It's too bad that yeah, he you, he, you, he hates the Jews so strongly. But you would pick Mel Gibson if he didn't. Yeah, I probably still do because now he's rocking a cool beard. I was like, man, I wish my fucking beard yeah, was you like see, that. Uh, drag, uh, drag across concrete. Oh, dude, that movie's so fucking good. Uh uh-uh. uh, it was amazing. You Have you not too? seen fucking Hans Zimmer? Wait, what's his name? Dragged across country. No, no, no it's S. Craig Zoller. S. Craig Zoller, dude, he made Bone Tomahawk. You okay. love that movie. I like Bone Tomahawk. He made Dragged Across Concrete. I don't yeah. know what that is. It's a movie he you made. You would like it. You it's got it. uh, Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn, and I hate both of them, but like... Um, you don't like the Lethal Weapon movies? Yeah. But You're like, too old for this shit. He didn't make those. It's like two hours and like 15 minutes long. Like It's a long movie, it's so good, but though. it's so good. So good. He also made a uh, uh, brawl in Cell Block um, ninety nine with Vince Vaughn. Yeah, that is a like that is an amazing like everything. I never knew you liked him so much, man. Oh, you showed me him. Oh yeah, that's you right. No, I have I sent you that screenplay you script. No, I I've seen. I've not seen the movie about uh, the brawl in the Cell Block, but I have it's really seen good. it. I've not watched it. You've seen it, but you've not watched it. So it's watch good. It. Like it's like he's making a new movie too. It's like uh, the battle at uh, the battle of what is it? Are you talking about um, the brigands of the, Rattleborn? The brigands of Rattleborn is going to be fucking good whenever they make it. That sounds like a Harry Potter he's not, movie. He's, he's not making it. it. The guy, yeah, it's got Matthew McConaughey in it. Uh, they've yeah, agreed hey, to it the on preliminary circumstances, and uh, the guy that's directing it is the same guy that directed Old Boy. Like the original old Wait, boy. Wait, so Hans Zimmer is not directing? Hans Zimmer is like a musical guy. All right, no, all right. S.S. Craig Zoller. S. Craig Zoller, yeah. So he's not directing? No. Uh, well, 
He wrote the script, though. Oh and, boy, it's a movie that makes you feel oh, awful after you up. after like, you it's see it. Sick, like it makes like you physically sick. When yeah, you watch when you're it. when you're done, because like the food, like they like feed him that like weird like trap door thing. Like it's not just that, but like the whole thing. In and the in the punchline of that movie is like, "Gotcha." Yeah, like <laughs> you fucked your daughter. Like, is that the 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 big thing about it? Gotcha. Um, well, my friends, we're coming up on another hour. Oh, we're coming up on it? Yep. Or are we not there yet? We're three minutes away from a beautiful well, hour. Let's, let's just keep fire. talking then. I would, uh, I love Cra- S. Uh, S. Craig Zoller. Like, I, I do love him a lot. Like, you should. I know you watch Bone Tomahawk. You like that movie? Yeah, I like, like where they Tomahawk. tore that guy in half when he, you know. I saw I've never seen it there. And I like, uh, like I said, I'm normally really good at pulling movie trivia, but for whatever reason, I can't pull it right now. Fucking, I know that movie had Kurt Russell, but what's his sidekick in that movie? Uh, the guy who was like fucking in, in uh, Lost. In Lost and also the uh, step, fucking. Step Brothers and. Oh, wait, John C. Riley? No, no, he no, played the John father C. in John uh, in Step Brothers. He played John oh. C. Riley's dad. Oh. Dad, man, that guy's so obscure that you like <laughs> Bruce Stern. No, Bruce Stern? it's a fucking. Uh... Look it up when you when you hear the when you hear the name, you'll be like, yeah, of course, yeah, he's in all kinds of stuff. Fuck, but yeah, I I love Bone Tomahawk, man. It also makes you. It gives you an eerie feeling just the way it's, it's so done. eerie. It's got David Arquette in it, like it really, in the beginning. It really does. Yeah. It has the uh night owl from Watchmen in it. Patrick Wilson? Yeah, Patrick. Yeah. Yeah, he's in it. Richard Jenkins. Richard Jenkins. Fuck. Yeah. I don't know. You know Richard, <laughs> you know what you would know Richard Jenkins from like everything. Yeah. You need to watch Bun Tomahawk, man. If you haven't already, I have. He was in Six Feet Under. Okay. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I never did watch Six Feet Under. No, he was. He was uh, the old guy, the, the 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 patriarch of the family in Six Feet Under. So we're getting ready to uh, <clears throat> just getting ready to cut us off again. So. I don't know if you want to finish it up here, or you want to come back and do a uh an outro oh let's come back and do an outro why not all right